Hello, Next Issue listeners. If you're listening to this, please come join us at the Dallas Comic Show Holiday Special, November 23rd and 24th, 2019, at the Richardson Civic Center in Richardson, Texas. Uh, we will be there at the table with the Who Needs Sleep gang, so please come by, say hi, and we hope to see you there. Welcome to the Next Issue Podcast. We're a group of friends that love talking comics and all that it entails. Uh, we're based out of Dallas, so you'll hear us talk about how these comics make up a part of our daily lives, including our local comic shop, conventions, and other forms of entertainment. Welcome. Everyone just sends pre-recorded segments, and it's really hard to sync everything up. We need to have canned laughter, too. Yeah. <laughs> but um, let's start with what we've been reading. I think we haven't talked about really, really... I will have to go last. Books. I will have to go last. Uh, I, I'm, I don't know whether I'm loving X-Men or it's pissing me off. I read X-Force number one, and I'm just like, how many times are we going to kill up a fucking character to bring him back next issue? Well, now that mutants are immortal, this, is another, this has another question that... I, it makes me very curious of how they're going to do this. Now that they're kind of a unified nation, mm-hmm. good and evil. And apparently people can now can get on Krakakoa. I'm like, really? Six issues of House of X and like the only way to get into this portal now, people are just jumping off planes. and. Well, like Kitty Pride in Marauders. Yeah. You know, she she's having to do the ship. Um, I wonder if they're going to delve into that story. There's a lot of setups for great stories that I'm super excited for like that. Well, I was more amazed at like the damage uh, Colossus took. Yeah, see, I, I'm not... All the way current. Yeah, I know. The I last know. one I read was Marauders. Okay. Uh, just like so as, as, as of recording, we have X Men number one, Marauders number one, X Force, New Mutants number one, New Mutants, and um, I love that New Mutants cover. I haven't read it yet. I, cover looks nice, yet, but I haven't read it yet. It's very good, but they're definitely on their own story. I'd like this is this completely separate from. Uh, and what does that spell? From everything else. What does that spell? Wait, what? Well, first book was X-Men number one, uh, Marauders number one, Excalibur number one, New Mutants number one. (laughs) Where does X-Force come in then? I don't know. Is it Fallen Angels? Why would... Yeah, X-Force and Fallen Angels. That's... Yeah, Mm, uh, yeah, I know. But the first four books spell out (laughs) X-Men. I didn't know that. Nerds. (laughs) (laughs) And you turn in, you tune in for this quality content. Uh, God, how, how, I picture Adrian sitting at home. He, he just has his, his See, I books. pretend like I don't give a fuck about anything. Yeah. His books are on the table, and he just looks at the letters. <laughs> and, like, beautiful mind starts working, and then he pulls out the red string. <laughs> He's got his thumbtacks on there, tying he goes, things together. No, that's me with Watchmen. Right he now. goes full oh, question. Yeah. There's a lot of content, extra yes. content. If you... Mm-hmm. Uh, were a deep files? dive, like a Lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was a deep dive into Lost. I would research all the material on that. I haven't gone that crazy on Watchmen yet, but uh, I was telling everyone earlier, I did find uh, some early footage of Paul Greengrass's Watchmen online. I'll post a link to it on my feed. Uh, Just some incredible footage uh, that I didn't even know existed. 
Well, I, I wasn't even aware that before Zack Snyder took a shot at Watchmen, there was somebody else trying to make a movie. Oh, there was there was an attempt right after the comic came out, and I think I still have a copy of it. Sam Hamm, who used to write for the Flash TV show, mm. did a draft copy of Watchmen in the 90s. I think I have a copy of it, and the ending is the weirdest ending you would ever see. Uh, I may bring it in, maybe we'll do a dramatic reading of it. Okay. <laughs> we'll just read the end so and kind of catch everyone up on how the story plays out because it is all edited down to a two-hour movie. So I guess let's – I have a quick question about that since we're kind of talking a little bit of Watchmen. Well, I guess multiple questions, but the first one, what do you think, what do you think is the hardest thing about adapting the Watchmen to a movie or a TV format, to a live-action format? Because only Dr. Manhattan's ha- the, Dr. Manhattan has superpowers, so – I don't think that would like the effects and all that. that. I still question that. I, um, Osmondeus. I mean, the fact he could use that much of his brain potential means there was some, he was he's not your typical normal human. But you look at Deathstroke. Deathstroke had to take a serum to get to that part. Batman is just peak conditioning. So him. I, I always felt that Osmondeus thought that people were exaggerating how much of his like his power like. How much of his intellect was really in the book? Maybe, but that movie when they did the live action movie, no, he was. The well, way he and that's why at the very beginning. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's one of the things that that may be hard to adapt. Like, how do you show off somebody super smart in a movie, right? Like, well, right now, I have a feeling he is a clone of himself. The what we're seeing is a clone, and those others are obviously clones because they're all huh. the same. I think um, that's how he proved he died, maybe sending a clone to its death. And so now they think Adrian Vett is dead. Time for Ozymandias to return. And I'm wondering if the, if he's doing this to make this seem like he is stronger and smarter and more powerful than he is. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's a lot of Wizard of Oz. Like, yeah, he's know. just pulling strings to try to make stuff happen. Right, right. Why do y'all think he continues to tell the story of... Um, Dr. Manhattan's birth. Yeah, the the watchmaker's son. Because they, they continue to do that play over and over again. There are obviously bodies piling up in the cellar. What's he doing? Because so, he always has a plan. One thing I, I didn't know, the actor who plays, uh, what's his name? The, the male clone robot, whatever it's going to be. Yeah. He's the guy from uh, Sleepy Hollow from Fox. Oh man, I love whoa, 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 that whoa, whoa, show. Wait, 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 you mean the wait? The, the guy is the guy who played Ichabod Crane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He That's is? A, oh, it's the same okay. actor. I love that show. Really? It, yeah. was, it started off good. It got at the end. It got really it like what? The, yeah, yeah. That, the, the, the first season was yeah, yeah. really. Their good. team up was incredible, and then by like the third season, I think she was ready to leave, and the show was starting to fall apart. Yeah, I was like, you you don't notice it, but the ones you go back and look at it now, you're like, oh yeah, you just put the beard on the dude, and it's the same guy. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they have... The cast has been amazing. Um, I'm just waiting for CCH Pounder to show up. Is she on the stars? I don't know. But wouldn't she fit in that world? Well, she's on uh, NCIS New Orleans as a main cast member. So, her oh, coming over. yeah. Since season one, they're at season six. Well, months, a, lot so. of, a lot of CBS people are also doing HBO stuff, or vice versa. Like, mm-hmm. the the Unicorn show with the yeah. <laughs> Walton Goggins and, yeah. the, like... Yeah, two guys, from ha- ball, two guys ha- from ha- ballers. Two guys from ballers and uh, one and well, you know Walton Goggins. No, it was it uh, the girl uh, Katrina Law who played Nissa Ghoul on. Uh, she's on uh, Hawaii Five O now. Yeah. Oh, and, she and, is. And one of the oh, mo- one, yeah, and one of the most recent episodes, they uh, they had Thea come back and they're, and they're asking, "Where is uh, Nissa? Oh, she's on some beach getting a tan or something." <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
I'm waiting. I, I want her to come back for a cameo before the she season's might. over. Yeah, I, 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 I've been following Stephen Amell's tweets, and it's interesting as he kind of closes out with each actor, you know, what he tweets. Yeah. They, well, they already announced the season finale is going to be two hours, and Emily is going to be back, and it's going to be pretty much just them on camera. I, I love all the all the news websites picking up, like, Stephen Amell spoiled Crisis, or, like, he releases leaks Crisis or whatever, and it's, like, a five-second. I haven't seen it. No, no, it was just, it was just the intro. Remember when they did Crisis right. on Earth X? Yeah, they yeah. had, like, the merging. It was just, that's all it was, you know. Yeah, so. But, I mean, you got to get those clicks. <laughs> that's how <laughs> <not. laughs> get those clicks. He's good about that. <laughs> Do y'all notice how much Sentinel has a green tint to him when they shoot action sequences? And he's got his mask. You mean Spartan? Spartan, I'm sorry. And he's got his mask on. I'll see green uh -huh. all over him. Well, and that's what I'm worried. We'll, we'll talk about this in a later episode. But yeah, but I just I wonder if they're going to go ahead with that, you know, green this, this I, I hope he at least becomes, you see him don a, a ring in my the full crossover. Name, my full name is John Diggle Stewart. <laughs> yeah, John Diggle Stewart. <laughs> You know, to fly off, just don a green ring and kind of go from there. That's all I want. <laughs> I actually, it would be interesting if they did, like, the last episode was just a, a Green Lantern origin. <laughs> Never see it coming. Well, they already said, uh, Black, when we're going to talk, again, we'll talk about this later, but uh, the new spinoff, Green Arrow and the Canaries, is going to be episode nine. It's backdoor pilot, and so. I got to I, I admit, I really was not a fan of the future. The 2040 uh, kids? Yeah, there was until no this season. Yeah. This season, it ties a lot together. And man, the scenes with Stephen Amell and his kids have been so, so great. I was, I've was i never cared for those kids until the latest episodes when when they're in the in the present. I was going to say, I mean, it was a little choppy, but given her first chance, I thought uh, Katie Cassidy did a good job on the episode. For being the yeah. first time director. It may not yeah. be the strongest episode, but given it's her first time, I can't knock it. I, you know, I love seeing her getting more into it oh. and so proud of the Canaries and just excited about mm -hmm. it because it just seemed like they did I didn't know what to do with her for I, so long. Really who, knew, who knew all it was going to take was to kill her and then recast her as a different <laughs> <laughs> To make her evil. <laughs> to make her evil, yeah. And yeah. have a redemption arc, and now she's good, you know. Everyone lo loves a good heel turn. Oh, no, what was it? <laughs> so uh, the guy who played Ad uh, Adrian uh, Vigilante, yeah. not Vigilante, uh, you know. Uh, uh, Chase. Chase. Basically, he was on, you know, he was Green Arrow in that first episode in Earth 2, and now I just, uh, there's a new team. Berlanti is doing production on a show it's the second season called God Friended Me and of course uh, oh I love it I, I'm hooked on the show but the girl who played Jesse Quick is the main cast member on there oh I like her and he just Chase just is appeared that? yeah that's her that's Jesse uh, Quick really? yeah <laughs> see she's not there she's there over there but no Chase her. just appeared I actually just, played Chase just appeared in an episode of that show I just love how like a mask uh, tricked him into not that's knowing that's Jesse that Quick was. dude <laughs> I, the mask works since the first episode I've been hooked on that show yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. um we have the night bird and the smooth so sounds. He may be of one of the most beautiful women on television. Right I'm now. not going to argue that. Um, oh my God! Yeah. She, she, she. When she's on camera, it, you are focused in on her. Um, but I'm just saying. She doesn't, I mean, I'm hold on. I'm making a note. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, now now that you mention it. I knew I knew her from somewhere. I couldn't yeah. picture where I knew her from. Well, I first watched the first episode. It's Berlanti. I'm like. All right, you got that. <laughs> yeah, it's a oh, okay. show. Do you guys so. want to quickly give us the premise of that show so, for anybody that hasn't watched it? Uh, yeah, the main character uh, is not comic book related. It's fine. I'm no, sure I, the I, listeners. In a strange son, uh, his dad is a, an Episcopal pastor in New York, and he's been estranged from his basically his because father. he's an atheist. 
Yeah, and he, he does, he's a, it's, well, another reason why I like the show is he does a podcast called The Millennial Prophet, and basically he doesn't believe in God until one day he actually gets a friend request, said, God friended me. And so he, the whole first season is them trying to figure out who's the guy running this account, and they keep sending friend suggestions for him for people to, for him to help out. So basically, and, and he basically gets connected with his dad again, and, and he has his friend, meets the girl, Jesse Quick. She, she's a reporter, and she writes about the stories that he, when they're helping people. So is this kind of like, uh, do you remember a show called, I think it was called New Edition? And it had Kyle. Yeah, yeah, you would get the newspaper, yeah. and it would be like how we would yeah, help out those people. Well, yeah. It's yeah. also the same premise as uh, the Constantine show on NBC where <laughs> uh, the Oracle in the first, uh, whatever, she gave him a map of all the people that would need help. Mm -hmm. And then the map like bleeds or whatever, and every time somebody needs something, so. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a really good show. It's a really good show. Yeah. It's a well, speaking of, of mass, though, did y'all see Bendis and DC's announcement about Superman? Oh, what, the uh, identity? Yeah. What do y'all think about that? Wait, I mean, I know. This doesn't spoil Leviathan, does it? No, 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 no. No, this has been announced a couple months okay, back. Okay, good, because yeah. I've been waiting for six, and it comes out this week, and I. It's going to be no, Manhunter. No, it's going to be Manhunter. It's got to be him. They were a Paul, whatever the original Manhunter's name was. That's, all, that's where I'm going with it. Uh, no, no, that um, they're going to take away Clark or going to take away Superman's secret identity. Again? So basically, he's going to be Clark Kent Superman. Everyone's going to know he's going to be Superman. Uh, they just did that. I read that. Greg, like Lois, I outed him out. And oh, I thought that was coming. No, I, was new issue, I don't think the new issue is out yet. No, oh. no, no. Like that happened a while. Like. That happened no, no more than a year ago, I think. What? Or a a no, that was. I think you talked about the New Fifty Two when they were still. When it was uh -huh. still no, no. I think you the, oh, I guess it was the new. It was the last arc of the New Fifty Two called Truth. Oh. Yeah, oh, where okay. he he came out, but no, since the Rebirth, this is the pre. Uh, well, the pre first the first arc of Rebirth was putting the identity back. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. On Superman, and now they're gonna like Rebirth's what. Two years old, three years old, three, almost. God, I thought it was older. I thought it was 2016. It yeah. is 20. We're about, we're about three years, and I'd say. Yeah. I mean, we're. we're I don't. I, mean, I think at the, whenever we get into Leviathan, we get into Doomsday Clock, and we get into the uh, Doom Justice War, and wherever all this is going, I think we're seeing our reversions back into pre-52 DC continuity. Yeah. There was a lot of hype and uh, a lot of sales, but yeah. when you get back to it, just. I don't know. We want it the way it was. Yeah, not no no argument. Or just give me good stories. I mean, yeah. if you, if if you're gonna tell me a story, give me and digital copies. Yeah, digital. Uh, I second that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel as much as I want to read DC stuff. Um, I just prefer reading my comics digitally, and and I. That's why I've actually started a pull list. Actually, not really a pull list. Um, uh, preview or my comic book shop goes through Preview World. Okay, yeah, we might and talk so, about. That. We'll yeah, dive more into yeah, that later. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I have thoughts. So, like every Sunday, I just go to Preview World and I go and see which books are coming out that week, and I just go ahead and order it, and it's waiting for me when I get to the shop. Um, but I feel kind of guilty that I only go to Marvel because they give digital com. You know, because I want to support my shop, but. I also want, I also want to read my comments digitally. Well, and so the other thing is, I I still don't feel comfortable paying four dollars for a digital comic book that's gonna drop in price in the next six weeks yeah. to yeah. two dollars, and then it'll be on sale for like a dollar. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. where's just digital content that if 
you know, I don't know that Amazon will go away, but if they take away the Comixology service, Amazon's not going anywhere. They're about well, to open yeah, but a live a live store here in Dallas. But we don't own any of those comics. We yeah. do, we can access them through our Comixology yeah. account. But if that ever goes away, like you didn't really buy anything. And yeah, what if like a, what if Disney goes? We're gonna do our own thing. Yeah. Well, then all that shit's gone. And if it's like a DRM free thing, then maybe you keep them like Valley and give out a bunch of. Um, uh, digital like free PDFs of their comics and oh, on election day because they wanted like you know while you wait in line to to vote download some free comics and it was a bunch of number ones but that is smart but it was a PDF that now it's mine forever until I delete right. the file um, so it's kind of the yeah as opposed to just like all those digital comics like if they go away or if the website's not working for whatever reason one day I don't right. have access to them right and who do I complain to Jeff Bezos. I think he's care. a little busy. Yeah, he's got 26 bathrooms in his new house. He's using all of them. <laughs> right. His employees aren't even able to use one. That man stays regular. <laughs> <laughs> well, how many of y'all use previews to order your books? When I was collecting more religiously, I did it every time. I would go through them. I wanted to know what was coming out. And you guys want to touch on what previews is in case yeah. somebody doesn't know? Yeah, so previews is the book that your stores order things from, and a lot of the times that you can get a copy from so that you can look at books coming out and put them on a pull list. Yep. And it goes through everything. It comes with, like, all the the, the week monthly floppies, the trades that are upcoming, mm-hmm. statues, like statues, toys, toys everything, anime, uh, yeah, like you yeah, said, manga. I mean, yeah. It's it's like the Sears Christmas catalog every month. And, cool and I'll be sure. And I know where we're going with this conversation, and I love it because I want to know what's coming out. I mean, if, if not there, I'm going to go online and try to see what future books are going to come out. I yeah. want to know what's coming out, but that oh. way I can know what am I going to look forward to or what am I not going to pick up. Hey, have you ever been spoiled by previews? No, I have. What, what spoiled it for you? Um. Well, like the like the the new Black Star series with Green Lantern. Yeah, I wasn't I done with the previous Green Lantern, Grant Morrison story, but I know the implication of like him having a Black Star book. Like it tells me a lot about what's going to happen in the next in the next volume in the in the current volume that I haven't read. Well, then this comes to the same thing you can do if you don't want spoilers. It's just if you if you if you want to see how the new book, if you know that that series is going to still come out, don't go to that page. Look right. for other stuff. And one of the reasons we kind of wanted to touch on previews, uh, Jonathan Hickman tweeted out this week, you know, uh, I believe previews shouldn't exist and that you shouldn't read them. So any answers would have to wait until the actual books are out. And this was well, prompted by, he was replying to somebody saying, they were asking him a question about the future of like something they saw in previews of one of the X-Men series. Um, Is this for the typical public like us or are you talking about everybody, even comic shop owners, because they need to know what they need to order to sell products in their store. Yeah. Well, but that's but, like a business thing. Yeah, right? that's yeah, that's but, but that's right. But I wonder where is he encompassing this whole statement? Is he meaning everybody in general? Because no, no, I think this is for the for the general public. I feel right. mm-hmm. um, obviously, obviously, comic shops need a catalog to like yeah, but, to okay. know what they're going to order. But then again, I'm going to come right back to it. If you don't want to know about if if you don't want your public to know about your the next issue of Green Lantern or Superman, then fine. I still want to know what books are coming out from Oni. I want to know what books are coming out from IDW. I want to know what stuff's coming. Out. Oh, there's a new GoBots series coming out. Okay, put me down for that. <clears throat> To avoid spoilers, what would you don't have? go don't go to that page. Just okay. So don't go to that. If, so if, if you don't want to know about the next issue of Superman or Batman or Spider Man, don't go to Marvel. Don't go to. DC. So what if if the preview only had like this is the book that's well, coming? No, here, here's what Marvel's done it. Marvel has their own separate. It's a part of previews, but they have their own separate magazine outside of the big cut right. catalog. So yeah. tell DC yeah. to do the same thing. I think they do DC have their does. own DC. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 they don't it. read those two. If somebody wants to go in the main book where all the independent stuff is, 
there you go. Well, but the main book also has like synopsis and stuff, that, and they have cover art and interior art previews and stuff like that. So, yeah, but you not, know. I don't. I don't think previews is going to have a cover for the uh, Green Lantern Black now, Star stuff. Granted, I don't. I don't think the question is like, yeah. If you don't want to read it, don't go to the pre. Like, yeah. don't seek out the stuff. Well, but but uh, Hick, what is Hickman doing right now? I'm sorry. I, I know I should know, but I, just tell me what books Hickman is doing right now. Uh, X-Men. Mainly X Men stuff. He's doing right. X Men so, and New Mutants and. Then just if, if you don't want people to read, is he writing New Mutants? Mm-hmm. He's co-writing it with Edward. Guess what? If I want to know how the story is going to progress, I'm just not going to look at the Marvel stuff. I'm going to go write previews and go for the independent stuff, the I mangas, the statues. I want to know what statues are coming out, so I know how, if I want to get this and tell my person to order for me. Yeah, I mean th- that is a better way to approach it. I think the only thing that should be in the book is a cover, who works on the book, no description of the story. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to. I, I want to know what the book's slightly about. Oh, okay. I, I'm not gonna like oh. Just because, let's say, John Hickman, oh, John Hickman's doing an independent story for Oni. Well, what's the story about? Well, I guess with independent books, that's different because you're going to have so much variety. Yeah. If, if you're on X-Men 582, yeah. it's going to be Cyclops versus some people. You yeah. know, it's the same yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think there's a difference between, like, oh, is Superman going to die in this next issue or whatever versus what's Berserk up to in, like, issue four or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But, but I, like, I like the ability of looking through previews like I'm in the store a month ahead. I get to see covers. I get to see artists I like. I get to mm-hmm. see uh, writers I like. I want to go through and kind of pick and circle. And, and, and I kind of like that with just a, like like uh, how you do your pull list. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on uh, the League of Comics. League of Comics. I go through that and read very little and um, just pull my books for that week. Well, I just do, I do only, so the, the stu- either the Sunday or the weekend before that Wednesday, I'll go in and I'll put my pull list together to update it in case there's anything I need. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's up, Kyle? No, I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm on this website I usually go to for, like, any Arrow TV. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying, but just, I'm trying to read the description. <laughs> I'm on this website, superspoilers.com. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. This doesn't give – this just tells – this is the synopsis. Oliver, John, and Laurel, and Tatsu uh, seek out an important person within the monitor's uh, plan. Connor has a heart-to-heart with his brother. That's pretty basic. You're not well, telling me who you're okay. seeking out. Well, well, you're That's telling me Tatsu's in the show. And Connor's in the show, so well, we're in the future. Connor. If you saw episode one, you knew Connor was But the Tatsu was a surprise. So yeah, if I had that was okay, no, surprise. no, okay, but you can change that up. If you really want to keep that a surprise, then don't say who the guest star is. But right. Connor, you know, is in the, he was in the last season, so you pretty much think he's going to be, if they're doing the future stuff, he's going to be in the next it, season. He's it, episode it's a one. double-edged sword because you're like, oh, we want people to know Tatsu's coming, so like, they come back to watch the show. But then people are like, well, I didn't want to know that Tatsu was coming oh, back. I agree. Like, that was that's a nice surprise. That's such a brief synopsis on, oh, Oliver and team are seeking out a, a person from the Monsters plan. Yeah. Connor has a heart-to-heart with his, in the future, Connor has a heart-to-heart with his brother. In episode one, you knew that both the brothers were there. It wasn't a surprise. It wasn't a spoiler. So, you know. Yeah. I, I, yeah just e- either rework what the synopsis, what the brief synopsis is about. Or just don't go t- if you if you want to be surprised because again like, let's put it this way, if you're reading uh, Green Lantern Dark Stars, then you realize don't go to the G section. But if you haven't been keeping up, you're like, oh, I wonder what I wonder what's currently going on in the Wonder Woman series. You were going, oh, Wonder Woman's going back to Paradise Island to confront her mother. Oh, okay, this might be sound kind of interesting. So keep it very like, work on the descriptions. You don't have to put so much, but there, I do want to know at least a little bit of what the book's about. If a book is about garbage men, oh, okay, but this book, but this other book is about oh, uh, corporate America and how it's hurting the uh, un, you know the brick and mortar stores. Like, oh, that sounds kind of interesting. So I want to, I need some brief discussion. Okay, then here's a follow up for that. How far out do we need to get these previews for? Like, how 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 far in advance do you need to know what like? what the books are about like let's say like maybe if they want to put it in previews now because it's whatever well, six eight weeks out and having worked for two different comic chains 
the previews are always for two months in advance. Yeah. So they mm-hmm. need to know. I mean, I, I don't know if still. Let's say, I don't know if previews could go a month in advance. Like, could you still have it in order and still have everything ready to ship out? So I, I guess what what's the what's the procedure or how much of a problem is it to get everything ordered and how long does diamonds diamond is the distribution that previews is for it's their ordering catalog and it's diamond distribution how long do they need to actually physically to get all the stuff ready to ship out to their stores because maybe ideally the the answer would be the farther the book is out the less information you give us because first of all if you're somebody that's looking at the previews you already kind of know what the thing is but if you're somebody that's new uh, you know that's not going to mean as much to you uh, until you know, know like that. you may recognize some that. names or here's the characters. The, here's the thing: the only people picking up those preview magazines are people that actually are invested in comic books. That's another thing too. Okay, <laughs> so and I find, I, and if that's the case, then Hickman's whole—it's really invalid. It doesn't matter because the people that are really invested in this, like the four of us at this table, we're not going to get spoiled, right? We, you're going to get spoiled, okay, so you know this is a plot point. But we're, no, what I'm saying is. No, 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 but you look that, at me, I'm that, like, oh, wait, I just read the wiki. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly, like, but we, we want Well, we are a monster, so. <laughs> yeah, we know it's coming, right? He is, our, like, the Mr., you know, Echo Spider over here, who has, like, 26 issues every time he's trying to send us pictures. You need to know, like, you're the kind of fan who picks up the previews. Somebody goes in and gets only Superman, and only Superman every month, and that's the only book he reads. He's not going to pick up previews. He's not going to care. Yeah, I think it's two different ways. I think you have your your early collector that just goes, I just get these titles, and and I'm just an X-Men or Avengers fan. I just want those books. I'm not going to read previews. Just give me those. But there, but I think once you get further along, you want to get books by certain writers and certain artists. Well, anyone know right. what what all books is in previews that right. Spider-Man's in? Oh, there's but, amazing, there's spectacular, there's webs. Yeah. I want to know what all there is. Oh, oh that's too many. <laughs> yeah, no argument there. <laughs> but as far as the actual spoiling part of it, yeah, we may know a plot point, but all of us are so invested in the comic books that we read, mm-hmm. we just want to read the story, yeah. right? Yeah. They're not going to. They, there's no way they can. They can spoil the whole story and the whole artwork of three or four books mm-hmm. that are to come the, in a synopsis. The only the only way anybody could be spoiled is like if you're doing a six story arc, and by let's say okay, so previous is two months in advance, so right. you've got you've got issue four or you, issue five. And you get the finale. Well, no, no, no. It's not even that. If, if there's a character you think is going to die, but then you get two months later and you go, oh, he's still alive. So that kind of, that's the only way it might spoil some. Other than that, it's yeah. you know, but like you're still going to read the story. Like. Like Leviathan, I'll bet you two out of three, episode, issue six and previews did not say who was Major Leviathan. Oh, the uh, identity of Leviathan has been revealed, blah, blah, blah. Now see the fallout of what happens in the DC universe. But the next miniseries, Levi- Leviathan Rises or whatever, it, like, let's imagine that's what it's called. Then they do tell you in that one. So you're like, well, I don't need to finish reading Leviathan. But do they? That's the thing. Do they tell no, you? No, I mean, that, that's just an example, yeah. like, right? That could be the... I do, I do want to share an example, though, of this week of uh, the way some things are just really spoiled in general. Uh, the trailer for Invisible Man came out. Mm-hmm. Which was really good, I thought, in I my opinion. I haven't watched the trailer yet. Um, it is basically That's the whole movie. <laughs> it, it, it does not leave much. It shows you a lot of moments that you would have seen in the movie so that would have been really cool. This isn't and them this trying to re- reboot the MGM monster stuff, is it? No, 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 no. This, is a, this is a completely different... It's a Blumhouse, stand-al- just a Blumhouse. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, standalone. Okay, okay. 
and and that's what I look at sometimes is sometimes they're so eager to get that dollar they're gonna just show you everything and hope you show up and and I think that we see that sometimes in comics and in, in the previews of stuff because they want you to say come look at this well that's doing what, this cool that's thing. what most mainstream movies are now they put all the all the good stuff in the trailer so they may realize well this movie's gonna be crap yeah let's put all the good stuff so that we at least get their seven dollars or eight dollars and then you come here like why yeah I mean it's the art of the trailer is lost. I mean, has there been any trailer that you guys have really enjoyed? And I'm not talking about like uh, a trailer that, you oh. know, throws stuff at you that isn't in the movie. I'm talking about something that you have never seen that you watch it, you go, oh my God, I'm so excited about this. Nothing? Well, no, Nobody? No, I, I, I gotta look this up. Is I'm sorry. The, <laughs> a trailer? Adrian's listening to a different podcast okay. at the moment, so. What has been a preview of something that has just been on the simplest level, like you know, maybe an image for a comic or uh, or a simple teaser trailer for a movie that you go, I'm in. Well, I got I got something recently. uh, Ben just tweeted out a picture of uh, Superboy, uh, Connor Kent dressed in the Warlord outfit, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, fuck, I haven't been reading uh, Young (laughs) Justice, but I want to now because I want to know. But somebody that has been reading Young Justice and then they see that, like, could that be spoiling whatever's going on right now? I don't know. Bendis is king because his Twitter is a lot of stuff like, hey, look what I'm doing over at DC. Yeah. And, and just it hooks you wanting to jump in there. But I'll tell you right now, I'm, I'm not reading Superman that I was excited about a year ago. I got into it and I'm just, I, it just didn't do anything. Here's one. Uh, it was a movie and this is on Netflix. I saw a small trailer. It's uh, starring Randall Park. It was called Always Be My Maybe. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, and I, that was a basic trailer, but I ended up watching the movie. It was like this was actually really good. Yeah, you know, and especially a cameo appearance by uh, Keanu Reeves in the mm. movie and everything. It was just spoiler alert. Oh, Keanu! I, that, that was such a big news thing about how he, he decided to do. We this also film. The, we also the GIF of Keanu. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry that, you, that that was spoiled after the day after the movie got released. I know, <laughs> I know. But if we're gonna talk up something that really excited you, maybe yeah. someone doesn't know. But no, but but the trailer. I'm saying it was such a basic trailer, and you went in the movie. It's like, huh. You, know, you just knew it was like two former love interests kind of, you know, come back. Like any typical romance is. Two people have fallen out of love, 20 years later get back together, and you realize that's the premise of the movie. But I was surprised at how funny it and Ali Wong yeah. and, yeah. 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 And how I was like, they actually did this really well, I thought. They, I love Randall both, Park. He yeah, is hilarious. They're both great. Ali Wong is amazing, too. And yeah. so. He's Asian Jim. I always remember that one time he just does that prank on the office and he shows up and they have the picture and everything and I love that. <laughs> That's great. But then his but then on the far end he does extreme comedies like the interview. I mean that was like just so over the top mm-hmm. and Randall Park's all in. It's good. Yeah, I like I like the I like and fresh off the boat. Oh yeah. I watched some of that. I haven't kept up just because there's not enough time to watch everything. Yeah. But but it's good. Surprisingly, I was uh Pretty much my network TV, I love the Goldbergs. That's been my consistent show I watch over and over. And I started this season of Schooled, and I wasn't really into it. First season, was well, I was actually surprised how much I, how much I kind of liked it. But yeah, they have a lot of ties to real people. Mm-hmm. No, that That's what keeps you in this next season. That's what I love about it, is they actually interview the real people, like the real school uh, faculty at the end of the, every episode. It's like, oh, this is the real, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's Like, this is the real CB, yeah. this is the real, yeah. Because they had a story where there was a kid who wanted to, like, ask this girl out. I mean, you've seen it in every high school story, and he's just real nervous and can't mm-hmm. get to it. And then they end the show with the real guy and his wife. And that was her. Well, see, and that was Spoiler. Even, even school did a, a spoiler. Spoiler. The fact we knew Barry actually becomes a doctor. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, you gotta jump forward ten years. 
Um, so back to back to the previews real quick. So, what about now? If you guys tell me what your, uh, how do you how do you get your poll list ready? Like, what's your honestly? Your I, I, like? I see what's coming out online. I, I look. I go to CBR and I see like what you know, or just what I've seen what it's coming out. And I just I haven't, I haven't really looked at a previews in almost over a year, honestly. Yeah, I do the I do the site you sent me and uh, just find my books I need that week. Uh, preview world. Full okay, box. so you actually because. So Comixology had a pull list function before where mm. it just helped you plan your physical pull list. It wasn't you were buying stuff from them. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, I, what I do, and I, I don't do this too far in advance. I do it, like, usually the weekend before where yeah, I'll go through all the publishers and just look at everything. And sometimes I'll just grab a number one because it looks cool. Or, yeah. like, I'll put it on there, and if they – I don't go out and pull it, but if they have it at the store, like, usually times where I get a lot of my uh, – uh, independent stuff because Titan just gets from every publisher, uh, and then you know I'll go to my other store for Marvel and DC stuff. All my random number ones I get are Scotty Young covers. If if they pull it, because they know I want a Scotty Young cover, if they order a book that gets them one, they always pull it for me, and that's how I'll read new books. And then you just just random, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll pursue some. You know, I'll see some books and go, oh, okay, well, I, this is a Gail Simone book. I want to pick this up, but. Really, I just, you know, with a lot of the Marvel stuff, I don't know what it is. I'll just get a Scotty Uncover and read the first issue, see if it's any good. And can y'all think of a book recently or something that you picked up, like, oh, this looks cool, like, without nothing knowing about it? Nothing, uh, knowing nothing about uh, it? I There's a book I'm going to get digitally. So I'm really, I've seen it, and I didn't know it was coming out. It's that Contagion book. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, I, and, the Marvel one? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm just gonna wait for the digital copy. You're, you're gonna like. You might love at the ending of it who the who the savior for that whole thing is. Ooh, Moon Knight then. Oh God, I'm gonna. S- <laughs> <laughs> I hate you guys. I didn't say a name. I just said he's gonna love who the. I savior. hate you guys because I'm I'm on. I need to read five, and I think that's the last one. Oh shit! <laughs> I didn't give a name. I just said Clay's gonna like who the savior is. It could have been Nightcrawler for all you. All hey you Clay, know. you know your yeah, favorite guy. Hey, hey, hey Nightcrawler. I'm sorry. Howard the Duck. Do you have a tattoo of Moon Knight on your body? No. That there one's in, internal. You can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> that one's only for Clay. <laughs> it's on my bum. Uh, Silver Silver Black? Huh. Ooh, yeah. I picked that up. Donnie Cates. Yeah. And uh, who's the artist on that one? Uh, Trad Moore. Yeah, that, that stuff's wild. Um, there's a new artist I'm digging. I'm starting to find his art. Otto Schmidt? Yeah. Awesome work. Like his, his It's starting to stand out to me more. Um, I guess the last book I picked up without knowing anything about was, uh, well, there's, there's, what's it called? Oh, it was Berserk because I saw that the Mike Diodato art and I was like, oh, beautiful. I don't know what that's about. It looks cool. Uh, I think Lemire's writing it. Is it? Yeah. Jeff Lemire's writing it. So the last one I think I read that I didn't, I mean, you kind of got the premise of it, but I didn't realize what the story was going to be. It was a Ghostbusters Transformers crossover book they did. And they find that Gozer actually came into uh, Cybertron in the er- like million years before they ever, their Autobots ever. This at this point, the Autobots never made it to Earth. Like, they left, but the Cybertrons are st- still on Cybertron. Gozer basically makes all the Transformers ghosts and takes them to like this limbo state. <laughs> and Gozer took the form of a Cybertronian robot and did all this. He had the dogs and he had everything. It was just okay, like I might have to read. This. <laughs> 
I, I Sometimes want, Kyle comes in with books, and I'm like, they, why they, did they put those this two is together? The, this is only the first couple pages. This is not the whole four-issue run. <laughs> I want I want that comic to be like the, those greeting cards that opens and the music starts playing. <laughs> it starts playing. Just, it when there's something strange. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I started to look. My uh, my my nephew is really into Ghostbusters, and I was looking at maybe building a ghost trap for him for Christmas. Those things are pretty cheap to build on your own. Have y'all built any props like that? Have y'all built any From custom props? Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, okay, just me. Yeah, <laughs> nerd. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I buy my props Hi, already pot. made. How you doing, pot? <laughs> but speaking of building, Lego announced their. Batmobile, Batmobile that yeah. they're gonna release, and I'm like, fuck. Well, I mean, if Mid if Mid is gonna get it, how many pieces? I should get it. I don't even know. I didn't want to look. Yeah, is it like the like Millennium like Falcon? Two hundred ninety-eight, I think. Two hundred ninety pieces, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Oh, we got sensitive mic. I think. Ninety-eight pieces? No, it's gotta be in the thousands. It's it's a pretty big. Batmobile. We've we got some serious yeah, Lego research happening here. If you hear the keys typing. The Calpedia is updating. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they look cool. And the last Lego I bought was um, the K2SO standy thing. Uh, so it's, it's it just, oh, yeah. you just pretty much build a model of K2SO. It's really good. I have that one. Yeah. Well, the Star Wars ones are, I like the droids because they look like droids because they're just pieces of Legos. Um, I don't like all the other ones. Like the when you finally put them together. Um, okay, I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> 3,306 pieces. Fuck. <laughs> That's Man. too many pieces. I may not do that. I may buy a, I'll buy it for somebody and build it. Is there? Oh, I bet there's no, a no, service. No, no, no. Forget the Batmobile. Go up because I think it's gonna. they're going to just continue it soon. Go pick up the Voltron Lion set. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. So first you build five lions individually, it, and, and then, then you and build. No, no, no. no. Then, then as in their pieces, they can form the robot. You don't have to take them all apart and form the robot. Once you build the lines, then they can yeah, form yeah, the robot. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you got to build twice. I, I got to build twice. You just form the legs, put the put in the arm and legs. But does not. it come with uh, with the ring? Ring? Yeah, the little Voltron, Voltron ring. They never had a ring. Uh, Deadpool said they did. Deadpool? Wait, what? In that movie, remember? He goes to the... Oh, it was, it was a Voltron. No, no. Trust me, you're going to argue with the man over here who knows everything about Voltron? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm going to argue with... I argue Reynolds. the fact that you know everything about Voltron. <laughs> Mm. Uh oh. What do you know, man? I don't know anything. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what they would do is they'd have the the thing come up from the ground. They could jump on the zip lines, go down, fall into the little cockpits of the things that would they would take into their lines. They would take out the key that was on the part of the thing and plug it into the line, and that's what would start the lines. Oh, he's talking about Power Rangers. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not wrong because Power Rangers predates oh, Voltron by 1970s. Yeah, it does. Predates it. Yeah. And we wouldn't have Voltron if not for Spider Man. But Spider-Man was the first Sentai hero when they did their Japanese series to have the big robot. Lipperdon. Spider-Man is the reason. Hey, I, I, I can't challenge any of that. This is what happens when Josh is in, in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it just descends into madness. This is all your fault, Josh, when you're listening to this. Just know that it happened because of you. Because sometimes We're you in the qu- deep cuts of Voltron. Yeah, well, no, but sure. I mean, th- this is what happened when Marvel did a, uh, basically made a partnership with Toho. For them to be able to do Godzilla over here, that's how we got the rights for Hanna Barbera to do the animated series, and that's how Marvel got to do the Godzilla um, uh, comic book. But it also allowed uh, was I can't remember who did it, but that's how we got the Shogun Warriors because we got all the giant robots and the Godzilla Shogun Warrior. And in that partnership, Toho wanted the rights to do Spider-Man, so they did a Spider-Man manga series, but they also did the live-action series over there too. Okay, 
Yeah, I, I just saw a thing on Voltron talking about uh, the Netflix series and how it came from a show that was pretty much edited down. Oh, it was for, like Robotech. Robotech yeah. was three different series. but No, no, uh, Voltron. No, I know, no, but the I'm rich- saying but Robotech was three different animated series. Yeah. And then Carl Masick and Harmony Gold basically brought t- th- three different series that are unrelated and made it into one cohesive 98-episode story. Yeah, I I, that was my Kyle, favorite. I think Kyle Sonsa just throws out random names. of like He makes up names no. in his head. No, I actually know those. <laughs> yeah, I, I know those because I, I Yeah, then I Jack love, Ryan got all this stuff, you know. <laughs> I, got, I loved Robotech back oh, in the day. And yeah, they, it's still awesome. It's and, still awesome. And when uh, and when they did, they were going to make a movie. Uh, they showed it at the Town East. Make it on twenty three. Yeah, and I went to the theater to go see it because I was so excited. Hell, I read all the episodes. It was uh, first. I wanted it was Eternity Comics, which was a part of a subsidiary of Malibu. But they did the black and white Robotech the Two Sentinels comic series. That Didn't was Comico take them? No, on? Comico did a release of the original series. Comico okay. had the original Macross, Southern Cross, and New Generation. But then New Eternity was. Masek was trying to relaunch the series, got three episodes in, lost uh, production cost, mm. and so they released a VHS of the first three episodes to, to make it Robotech 2, The Sentinels. And then Attorney Comics picked up the series uh, and d- went into, basically, uh, what was it? They released them as novels. Because Robotech mm-hmm. had all the novels, and they started doing the five books for Robotech 2, The Sentinels, got through f- almost four of the books, and then lost the rights, and they never finished the fifth, fifth book. Oh, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Thanks for joining us. You can find Next Issue at uh, on Twitter at Next Issue Pod, on Twitch at Next Issue, and on Facebook at Next Issue Podcast. You can find Clay on Twitter at Clay underscore Harrison, Kyle at Kylepedia, Adrian at Adrian underscore Harry, Daniel at Echo Spider, and Josh at Cosmosis. Hail Bebo. Thank you.